and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And we're Entrequeers, a podcast about two gay uh, two gay idiots talking about owning and operating their business during the midst of end stage capitalism. That is correct. Welcome back. You are. That is correct. You're finding us on the beginning of season four. Woo. So this is our year. This is our year anniversary. This is our one year podcast. We doing it. Yeah. We did it. (laughs) Honestly, it was a surprise, I think, to both of us that we were going to remain consistent because I'm not okay. I'm not much of a complainer, but like having a podcast, it's a it's not that easy. No, (laughs) like it's especially because I think only like three people are listening. (laughs) We're putting in a lot of effort. We show up every week and then we like. You know, like edit things and write blurbs and update the website and do a bad job of updating our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we're out here. We're doing it. We do we're, it. Uh, it's honestly also, our it's lives for being cha- memorialized. Our lives have changed drastically from oh, a year brother. ago. Do I'm wanna, fucking tired. Do you want to? Yeah, like <laughs> we are not. We were not the same person halfway through this year. What than we were when we started. Yeah. Um, Much less now, yeah. today. I mean, I know my life has changed a lot, even from the break. When was our break, Kayleen? Was it in May? Yeah, I think so. Did we start, yeah, like middle of May. Right. Okay, well, okay, I know. Okay, so I remember I, I was saying that May was going to be the best month of the year. It was. Nine of cups. It was like May 2nd, and I was like, this is going to be my best month. Oh, yeah, it was. It was so decadent. It was so fun. I just traveled a lot. I had a lot of really fun uh, film projects to do. I went skiing. I went swimming in the ocean. I hung out with Kayleen. We killed some frogs together. Um, <laughs> it was. You make it, it was sound like deliberate. An, uh, it may or may not have been. Um, uh, as know. a person behind the driver's seat, I would like to say that it was not intentional. You know what? They were they died mid coitus. So they were fucking. I got out of the car and I said, "Are those two dead frogs having sex?" And then I turned on my flashlight on my phone. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. A, a bunch of weird frog stuff has been yeah, happening. Yeah, <laughs> two frogs um, jumped out while I was having my full moon uh, drug induced bonfire, and they were real. Hallucinogens yeah. have not kicked in yet. Yeah, I think it's a sign. I was talking to some people about it. Uh, have you ever heard of like the the medicine, like the frog medicine cambo? I mean, I know that frogs can make you trip or they can kill yeah. you. Yeah, so it's like something, it's like, I don't think you trip, you get sick and it's supposed to like, the way people say it is just like your body needs it. And I, I was talking to a couple people about it this weekend because I saw that they have the burn scars and people here just like are into that kind of shit. And I was like, well, how did you know? Like what led it to you? And both of them were like, I don't know. Funny stuff just kept happening with frogs. And I was like, oh, oh you no. don't say. 
this the new ayahuasca? Like, I think so. Uh, but I don't think I think ayahuasca people like to do it because you trip. And like, honestly, low key, I think the wellness industry is for like addicts. You know, it's just it's like true. if you're doing yoga five hours a day or you're meditating six hours a day and you took like 30 ayahuasca trips, I think you're missing the point. Right. Um, but go off, I guess, like make your uh, shaman rich. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess keep it's it better circulating. than like drinking and driving. <laughs> you know? Um, okay, so life update, frog stuff. May was fantastic. I spent the end of May with Kayleen. Uh, we worked at Bruce Springsteen wedding and it was just Incredible. phenomenal. Incredible. It was uh, high, I literally highly recommend working with your with your wife best friend. Yeah, and and I built an altar to Bruce Springsteen during the eclipse and he showed up to <laughs> us in a wedding. He's my yeah, it was literally an all white altar and then yeah, it was it was in the vows. They said we met on Bruce Springsteen's birthday and then simultaneously me and Kayleen looked at each other and then immediately did the rock on sign with the same like intensity uh, and enthusiasm. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, wow, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so so hyped by these strangers meet cute. Yeah. Um so then I was in New Orleans and I got a call. My friend was like, hey, are you interested in working at a summer camp? I was like, sure, I can push some projects aside. And I've really been looking to like get more integrated into my community here. Um, I've been kind of going, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, a little stir crazy working alone yeah. and like just the not really connecting with people. The it's welcome. Yeah. So, uh I was like, sure, I'll talk to them. They had a production position available. So I have been teaching underserved youth film. And it's all it girls, has been, right? All girls, yeah. Um, and it's been fantastic, actually. It's definitely difficult, and I'm really underpaid. Uh, but I'm still, like, doing my business, um, but just, like, after work hours. And I really, you know, Jesus Christ, bless teachers because <laughs> – I, I don't know if I was doing this like for an entire year if I could still work on my business because it's just like you're just kaput after your day like you it's it's like energetically physically emotionally like yeah you're just, you have to be on for the kids you know and and because of that time I like how time moves because you're in it and time goes by really fast and my screen time is way down yeah I don't even look at my phone um and it's cool. It's cool to see people get engaged. So that's what I'm doing for the next couple months. And then I'm getting inquiries. And of course, it's just like about to be busy season for me. Um, so I'm getting like a lot of these inquiries and I'm just kind of shelving them until probably next month. And then we can figure out if we want to sh- like plan things for like August, September. Um, so, yeah, that's I mean, when it rains, it pours. Um, so I'm busy and y'all know I don't really like to be busy but here we are uh we doing it and I honestly feel very fulfilled and like I feel like my mental health feel I like feeling fulfilled feels really good and I think it's been a while since I felt that way um my time my update I had some ups I had some downs uh your girly finally got COVID I got COVID in mid-May tested positive uh like two hours before i was supposed to be on site at a wedding 
mm. uh, which was a bit of a doozy. Uh, luckily, I have a good team who was able to step in for me. Um, it was very emotional. It was very emotional getting a positive test result. Like, I feel like it people, is. I feel like there's a lot of um, the emotional part of getting COVID isn't really talked about because I was, I was very lucky. I didn't have many symptoms. All that really happened to me was that I lost my sense of smell and taste, um, which again was incredibly emotional and well, mentally tell them, difficult. Tell them- Tell them when you got your booster. Yeah, and that was the other thing is that um, I got a fourth. I got a sec. I got a second booster on Wednesday. Had a really intense reaction to it when in the past I had not, um, and then tested positive on Saturday. So unclear as to whether my reaction was to the booster or to having COVID, um, and you know then had to deal with a lot of like guilt over the fact that I you know went out and saw people because I thought I just felt shitty from getting boosted, but in could mm-hmm. have been you know it's just it was nobody I feel like not enough people are talking about the emotional fallout. For, uh, related to um, the way we've stigmatized uh, pandemic disease. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we really did because I think in the beginning we associated getting COVID with like not being careful, you know, and it's like, oh, well, of course you got COVID. Like, were you not wearing a mask? And, and it, was, it became this moral thing. Did, you, it was did, just did like, you dare leave your house and interact with someone you don't like someone you don't live with? It was even more extreme than wearing a mask. It was like, how mm-hmm. dare you? How dare you see another person? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was yeah. so much fear and stigma and like I get it. I mean, I get all, all the comparisons that people have to like HIV and AIDS in terms of like mm-hmm. the way you can like be a social pariah. Um, and well, I feel like it's it's mild. Yeah. It's it's a little bit more mild. Like I feel like the re- now, but at the same time, we still internally carry a lot of those feelings. It's like uh, suddenly you're like a bad person, bad plague rat if you. If you have COVID mm-hmm. and that you um, individually are infecting other people and not the fact that our government has absolutely failed us in its disease management. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah, that's a that's a whole vibe. What else happened with you, Kayleen? Was um, it a good May, June? Yeah, but then it's it's, it's, it's Miss Kayleen's uh, birthday month. Yes, hey it day. is. So yes, that was my low, um, and then I feel like I I then you know like spent a, did my like quarantining isolation uh, and wrapped up the month very busy um, and did my last just did my last wedding of uh, for quite a while last weekend. So I'm congratulations. I know it's a hell of a season for you. Quite a season. I'm happy to say that I'm only doing private and corporate events for the rest of the summer, which are all indoors Mm -hmm. um, and much more low key than weddings. Um, And uh, just I actually took time off this week to just like staycation and Mm -hmm. just chill, and it was fucking great. Um, So yeah, I'm kind of. right now just luxuriating in slow season uh Sounds went good. to a pool yesterday uh my birthday is on is a week from today it's cancer season approaches swiftly 
So yeah, baby. Definitely, definitely uh, in a good space now. But like I said, ups and downs, ups and downs. Uh, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Excited to just kind of hopefully have a, just a, a good summer, even though we are in the middle of like a ridiculous heat wave right here. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's humbling. <laughs> I'm staying inside. <sighs> yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're, I think uh, where I'm at, we might get some of the heat dome, but we're, like, on the edge of it. Um, but it's, you get I mean. That, you get those gulf breezes. Yeah, it is quite different. Um, and there's a lot of trees here, and there's a lot of trees in my neighborhood, um, which just, like, I was telling Kayleen earlier, like, hey, how is your housekeeping cool? Um, and, like, for example, mine is doing really well because I am surrounded by trees and every single one of my rooms has ceiling fans. So it's 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 okay. And I think we'll see, you know, um, because, like, Colorado, they had, like, 100 degrees. Like, it, like, they're just, like, breaking records. And I think one of the things is, is they don't have infrastructure that's ready for right. it. And also just, like, tactics that, that like we were talking about that we do like oh I keep the blinds closed and oh I use curtains and uh, things like that like you kind of like design your house or like oh I don't have carpet like a lot of New Orleans I would uh, much rather be I feel like yeah. they have I would much rather be in a heat tile. wave here than like mm-hmm. in the Midwest where most places aren't going to have central air yeah no in Colorado I never lived in a, a house with with air it's like it was all swamp like coolers a, and yeah, it was really a, tough like when a heat really wave tough. hits like Portland it gets to 90 degrees and people die like mm-hmm. yeah they're like uh like you see them a lot I have them uh in, in the front of my house but like the the shades like the outdoor uh-huh. shades um yeah I don't have like a ton of like direct sunlight coming into my house because they it's they've designed it right so it's not. So um, I don't know. This is kind of like I'm a nerd about it. They they made this whole building. I think it's somewhere. I think it's Singapore. Um, and they designed it. Uh, they based it off of these like rock caves that uh, some animal lives in. And like I think sub-Saharan Africa. And so they designed this like apartment complex. So the air circulation would move through. Uh, and they use like a certain type of material. So it doesn't need air conditioning. Oh. Yeah, and I, I just, I don't know. The urban planning in me is just so fascinated by all of that technology because, like, we're, that's where we're going. Um, it's just getting hotter. Anyway, uh, let's do tarot time, shall we? All right, yeah. All right, I've got a new deck today. Um, this is the Ethereal Visions Illuminated Tarot. It's very pretty. It's got the art is very like Alphonse Mucha inspired. Mucha, Mucha. Mm. Um, very like very bohemian. Um, and it's got a lot of gilded details, like gold gilded details. I also want to say, um, for anyone who really loves the Fyodor Pavlov deck, which I is my favorite, it had previously only been a limited Patreon release. Um, oh. But uh, the artist uh, just got a, uh, the artist struck a deal with a publisher and they just released pre-orders oh, wow. for it. So, so oh. um, it is going to be widely available. It is probably my favorite deck I've ever had. Um, obviously, I don't know if the like 
print quality is going to be the same because it's a different manufacturer. But um, yeah, if you're someone who's been eyeing that deck or anything like that, please go check it out. The artist is a queer, trans, tattoo artist who I think is now based in Salem. He used to be in New York. Um, and I would really strongly suggest giving him your monetary support and also getting a really good deck out of it. Congratulations, Fedor. So, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I'm shuffling this new deck, which I don't have a lot of experience with either. It was just kind of calling to me from my tarot collection um, as I went to go pick a deck to do this to do this uh, reading. I figured new season, new deck. Um all right, so this is for the beginning of cancer season. This is coming out a few days after the summer solstice, um, first week of cancer season. Um, what does the wiz- tarot wisdom have for us? Ah, a great way to start off a season. We have the Ace of Wands. Oh, wow. That's it. Wow. Ah, love that. Cool, everybody. That's a very fortuitous card, I think. Yeah, so the Ace of Wands, this has a gilded, uh, like, gold detailing on a hand that's reaching out to grip this uh, wand, and all the le- and a few of the leaves coming off of it are also gilded as well. So Ace of Wands, um, this is the good beginning of a project. Um, this is, the wands are, of course, associated with fire. Uh, so this is represents kind of like the spark of a good idea. Um, so this is a good opportunity to like, I don't know, nurture, um, nurture the new concepts or ideas or projects that you want to get off the ground. Um, this is a good time for like, a book too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks if you for, have, yeah. um, if you have just like a thought, uh, follow it. Don't uh, mm-hmm. don't second guess. Don't spend too much time debating it. Just uh, see what can happen when you just kind of like follow an idea down without listening to your self doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a good good omen for anyone who's starting anything new uh, this this week, this month, this season. I yeah, I like I like Ace of Wands a lot. Um, yeah, I mean the wands, wands is just pretty represent- whimsy too. Yeah, but they also rec- they also deal with a lot of um, planning and strategy and inspiration and ideas and things that happen in the thought space. So, good opportunity to kind of um, take inventory of your thoughts. Um, I kind of want to comment on this. I saw this yeah. study. Um, that Stanford was doing. I think it was like a happiness study, but I think it's, I haven't tried it yet, but I would really like to. I haven't actually read the study. I've just like, uh, like read like the, like the summary of it. And um, basically the idea is that you write five-year plans for yourself. You write five different five-year plans for yourself. And then you can kind of like each year, like the steps that you would take and then look at all of them and then see, like, what one made you mo- the most excited to write and then kind of, like, go from there. Um, because I think sometimes we uh, – I feel like it's very Ace of Wands, too, where it's just kind of, like, what – I feel like it's very, uh, very much excitement and um, what are the steps. And maybe it's not even – 
it is like going through it, but I think a lot of times uh, the alchemy can start just like writing something down and being like, ooh, that feels good. And then also you can always mix and match. Um, it's my life. Mix and match. Mixy and a matchy. Um, yeah. Um, cool. So I, for this episode... At the table, we are serving the main dish. Uh, welcome to the main dish. Um, we're gonna be talking about kind of like how, how much the world has changed yep. in the past two I, months. I want to address um, right off the bat um, <laughs> the wrong, the quickest we've ever been wrong about a prediction. Literally. In our in our defense, we say we're really bad at this. We're bad at this. That's why it's funny. Um, that's why we are here to entertain you. Literally, two gay idiots. Literally, within hours of us recording the last the last episode, where we talk about how we think it's not going to be a very protesty summer. Yeah, no rioting. Rioting. We're not going to be getting super rioty this summer. Nothing to get riled up about. LOL. Um, the Supreme Court uh, uh, determination leaked, or the what was it? The opinion leaked, um, mm-hmm. uh, indicating that there's a very real chance that Roe v. Wade is going to get overturned this summer. Um, so I guess we're just kind of waiting to see if that happens, <laughs> um, and if all of our bodily autonomy uh, gets stripped from us, and also that would open the doors to gay marriage um, and trans rights being overturned as well, because they the argument that is that Roe v. Wade sits upon, which is like right to privacy, uh, also. Uh, is key. It was key in determining those uh, rulings as well. So, um, I, I guess... would like to say that that is a sign of a very healthy democratic republic, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, um, a very functioning society that is not at all collapsing. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> We're fine. Um, yeah, girlies. Um, go back to like your whatever screen grabs you saved in 2020 about how to how to handle uh uh demonstrations and what to carry on you in uh during a riot or a march because we're gonna be needing those first aid kits again look up your saline solution uh uh recipes like damn Uh, download single signal we're all black uh, honestly, start running. That's uh, when I hang out with my anarchist friends. They fucking learned how to run to outrun the police. Yep. So. Obscure your face. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Hang out. Um. Yeah. So uh, that'll Get be ready. that'll be interesting. I mean, I feel like I have heard. Of don't, a lot yeah, of people that don't are just kind of parade. Don't use a march to break in your Doc Martens. That's my personal anecdote. That was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb. <laughs> but effective. Um, effective but painful, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so things are things are changing. I've heard a lot of people talk about, like, well, it, now it's interesting. We're in a very, uh, I, I don't know if confusing, because the economy is something that, uh, like, 
what was Kayleen? What did you say? It the stock market is the stock a, market is just a bullet journal of of rich people of rich man, men's feelings of billionaires billionaires yeah. feelings. It's just yeah. a habit tracker. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just the habit tracker of their bullet journal writ large for the world to see. Um, they're, yeah. they're tracking and their so, moods. Like, yeah, and unfortunately, uh, most people that have retirement any sort of retirement savings has that in uh in said bullet journal so mm-hmm. um the conundrum you see um so yes the we the stock markets have been not doing hot crypto gosh i think like bitcoin went down to like 18000 ethereum uh, and i think is it's back high. Where, ethereum is back where ethereum's below $1000 now it, mm-hmm. It's back to where it was and before twenty twelve. Before twenty twenty. That's okay. So I kind of think people. I don't know a ton about economics, but like I did take some economic classes in college because urban planning. And my old roommate was an economist, so we would chat sometimes. And I do read. Believe it or not, this dumb idiot reads books. You have, actually you actually have a, a segment all about reading books on this very podcast. I know. I forget, too, sometimes. <laughs> but um, to me, it seems more like a correction uh, than an actual recession, because like what happened with 2020 was just such it was bonkers. But it, it just wasn't. Yeah. I mean, did you see that like people are posting the like suicide hotline number on the crypto Reddit? Like, yeah, because because these people, uh, I mean, they're gambling. Yeah. It's the same thing. They're gambling. Um, those people that are like putting all of their life savings into things, it's 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 gambling. Um, and that's Hakuna Matata, you know. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Um, and I kind of want to talk about like recession and recession proof because there is a lot of talk about it. And I have to say I don't have a ton of experience. I have only ran my business in a like quite frankly very healthy bull economy. Um I started uh in 2015, 2016, full-time 2017. Um yeah, and I I really didn't like yes, there was some weird stuff in 2020, but then like not really. Yeah, it was all we okay. all got compensated. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I will say in 2008, I was not a business owner. I was in college, which was its own weird experience yeah. of, of being I was in high about school. to graduate, yeah. being about to graduate college um, in the middle of a recession was very, was very strange. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting time to be an entrepreneur. It's also just an interesting time to be a human. Um who's like you know someone was like gas bills or gas the gas prices are starting to look like grocery bills and grocery bills are starting to look like costco bills and my costco bill is starting to look like my mortgage payment so mm-hmm. um and it's also i think it needs to be said that a lot of this is is corporate greed because the barrel cost of barrels of gasoline mm-hmm. have are are not breaking records but the cost of the pump is so where's all yeah. this money going yeah, and there's this idea where I think uh, we're we're liking to uh, kind of pin the tail on the donkey, if you will, on the Russian Ukraine system. Mm-hmm. But 
America, we have a hundred years of oil reserves. Right. And is that number correct? I don't know. I have never seen it. You know, they've lied to us again. Once they'll, they keep doing it. Who knows how much we really have. But the idea is, okay, a hundred years, why wouldn't we just use that reserve and then like transfer yeah. to battery, geothermal, electric, solar? That's like the idea. Because but of then, oil lobbyists. I think that, and I think also war. Oh, war yeah. takes a lot more oil than yeah, what the, we would just need to sustain you know, ourselves. How do we, you know, if we get into it, the only thing that got us out of the Great Depression was World War Two. So that's kind of what I that's kind of like the vibe yeah. uh, where I kind of feel like the only way out is war. Um, I feel like so the, I feel like the recession isn't really bothering me that much. Like if things really slow down, like I, I feel like I have really like already recession proofed my life. I moved to Florida and like the reality of like the local economy here, I thought I'd be able to just like start Working locally, blah, blah, blah. No, absolutely not. Like, this state is broke. <laughs> like, um, and, and I just don't have the client base here. And the people that, like, the, the budgets just aren't here. Like, just talking to people and, like, how much they make. It's just so different from, like, anywhere else I've lived. Um, so I think, yeah, I, like, sold my car because I wasn't driving and I like got a roommate and I was like okay let's keep these like uh expenses down because this is weird and it's fine I honestly don't matter I feel like I'm a pretty frugal person anyway my rent did go up because my landlord's uh uh, insurance on the home went up 40 percent after the it was reassessed after the hurricane um, mm-hmm. Which is the reality of like, a, honestly, mm-hmm. from what I've heard from other people who live here and are homeowners, 40% is on the lower end. Um, we probably got lucky because there wasn't any actual damage to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who's gone up by like 200% or whose policies 200. have gone canceled or whose insurance companies have gone, have gone bankrupt and gone out of business and now no longer exist. Um Wow. Is, okay. It, people are not really talking about it on a big scale, but it is. Uh, there are uh, from I, I've also heard that there are now people who buy who like are fucked because they've bought a new home in the city and no one will sell them insurance. They you just Whoa. cannot get flood or homeowners insurance in New Orleans at the moment. Um, I think that's a, a big reality of uh, like the climate situation mm-hmm. too. Of like places becoming unlivable um i think that that's like step one is insurance says no yeah it's too high risk and then what are people to do um you you know raw dog just not have insurance i mean yeah i don't know i mean is it illegal to not have insurance i don't know i don't know if i know enough of the details i'm a lifelong renter um yeah seems like quite the flex right now huh yeah yeah I mean, honestly, like my rent hasn't gone up in six years and I was kind of expecting it. And I'm in a position where it's not going to like negatively impact me. And my landlord is like a human being and not a mega I mean, company. was it like a 10 percent or it something? Was, it was it was fine. Like it's higher yeah. than uh, what a year. It, it is probably what it should be if it was being incrementally raised over the course of six years. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. And I'm lucky that I work from home and I don't need to drive a lot. So even mm-hmm. though gas prices suck, um, I don't have to. It's not like I have to fill my tank every week. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because that's another thing. Like, I knew I didn't want to drive. Right. And so when, like, gas prices started going crazy, I was like, I had sold my car for, yeah. like, three months. Um, I, I, because I do think I'm going to try and get back into meal planning like I used to just because, like, the grocery bills be wildin', but mm-hmm. it's, it's ridiculous, like, what what is, like, $60 of groceries will get you now when that used to be, like, two weeks worth of food for me. Really? I yeah. don't think I ever was able to eat um, on such... I feel like my grocery bill was always, like, around $100 a week. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I don't really eat out that much, and, like, there's just something... I don't yeah. know. It's... Yeah, I never felt bad about that. Right. Because um, I, I, I cook... All right. the fucking time. And you have to, like, make things you want to eat if you want to cook. Um, okay, but I have another prediction. Uh-huh. Um, I think cigarettes are going to come back. Oh, baby, they're already back here. <laughs> New Vaping Orleans, is New Orleans, stupid. cigarettes never went out of style. I know, c'est trop it's, français, alors. Because it's, uh, <laughs> it's a service industry town. Yeah, okay, well, hear me out. I th- but, I mean, Appetite I feel like... suppressant, no vaping... And stress relief. Yeah. I feel like almost everyone I know who smokes ha- smokes a vape, except for, like, a few people. Grow up and smoke a fucking cigarette. I'm so- Vapes, like, there, there's, like, a 70% more chance that you'll have a stroke from a vape. Like, they are so bad for you. Like, that's mm-hmm. a hill I will die on. You're going to yes, charge your let's USB inhale, stick. Let's inhale water vapor over and over and over. It's perfectly yeah, fine. Like, s- Grow up. Smoke a cigarette. I'm sorry. Smoke a cigarette. Roll your own. God. And the, the smell of tobacco smells so good. Like, I, I do love I don't a cigarette. Hear your, uh, am, your I grape smoke, am I going to start smoking again? Oh, my God. Let's check back in next season. I was never a smoker, but I've, I, I've always like. Been a, I've, I've, I go through periods of being a social smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will, then one day I will just like smoke a cigarette and be like, this is gross and I'm not doing it again. I've never had like an addiction problem with nicotine. I just go in and no. out. Um, and I'm never someone who like fiends for nicotine. It is always something I do when I'm drinking with other people as like a yeah. social activity. Well, so here's I, I this is still speculative but this is the saga of will they sell my house they were supposed to close at the beginning of the month uh, and then they have stopped coming around and I kind of wonder if the recession kind of freaked them out yeah um, because is the recession going to be the solution to the current housing crisis yes that's yeah. one of the reasons why they did what they did with the interest rates because like the increases that were happening weren't sustainable and I think specifically where I'm at in St. Pete uh, we were having a lot of like people that weren't working locally in the economy driving up the house prices which also is bullshit i don't think that's anybody's fault if they can afford something higher because they're working somewhere else it's always the government's responsibility to fucking put in restrictions and uh you know like it's their job to handle that i I, i'm never gonna blame the consumer but that being said, there's a bunch of tech layoffs and tech freezes going on. Like Coinbase, I think, just laid off like a thousand people. Um, and like they were telling us millennials that we needed to invest in crypto uh, in order to be able to retire. And then it just fucking crashed. Right. Um, and I still think I am a I'm a big believer in crypto. Just um, I don't think it's any better 
or you know i don't think it's better than fucking putting it in the s&p 500 and having like shell gas right uh i think it's a little more wholesome than that but anyway um I think the local economy is going to change here and there's not going to be the demand. I think people are going to want to live by their jobs and somebody somewhere with a healthier economy. So I don't think we're going to have like $3,000 apartments here. That's what was happening. Yeah. Um, Which is just and like, that's what, yeah. Who's that for? Yeah. Like yeah, this for Florida man. No, like Florida man is working construction. Florida man you know? has a trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, it's been destroyed like, by a hurricane three times. Like, and it's and it, he's fine. And he's fi- you know what I mean. He will rebuild each time. He's doing great, honestly. Maybe better than all of us. Uh, I I am here for the Florida Man Redemption arc yeah. story. Like, at I this am a point. Florida Man apologist. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get it through. They can self sustain. They're cockroaches. They are always entertaining, at the very least. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, as long as they're not tweaked out. But that's something different. I don't think Florida Man is actually a tweaker. I think Florida Man is just a fucking hillbilly. I think Florida Man is responding exactly as, exactly as is warranted by his surroundings. <laughs> I think Florida Man's going to make sense, more and more sense as time progresses. I think we will all become Florida Man. I think the ones who are willing to embrace a Florida Man lifestyle are the ones who are going to survive. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. I mean, this is, I mean, I will not, uh, yeah. Listeners, we have both lived in Florida. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it's going to change. And so for me personally, if I get to stay here while the current owners slowly work, on the basement that would be great i would love that i would think there honestly that would be worth the recession for me to not you know have to get kicked out of my house and have everywhere in in my town be a thousand dollars more than when i moved here less than a year ago um so i think that's kind of the idea with like the like the uh inflation hike yeah um so yeah we'll we'll see how it goes um there's also some talk that like this is kind of a response to the labor shortage, which I think absolutely. I think we're just trying to scapegoat and be like, oh, Russia, gas, blah, blah, blah. I think they just want people to go to fucking work so we don't have a revolution. But I think the revolution is happening. I'm mostly just worried about the fact that this means that we are like, we are going to get our next president's going to be a fucking Republican. <laughs> like, oh, I, and we're going to lose the midterms. Like, yeah. That's, no, that's, our. our no, because our next, this is a failing our next... of our government. This is what happens when we, everyone was like, "You gotta." You, when you go with the status quo option, he doesn't. He doesn't know how to fucking deal with a new world. No, no, none of them do. You know, and uh, but the thing is, is that Trump. Trump understands the game more than Biden does, which is really fucked up because he sees how easily to manipulate and control these people and make mass change. Is it for fascism? Yes. But like he he understands he understands the rules, um, which like is scary and which I think he's probably going to be the president. There's like this whole idea. I don't know. He's looking pretty rough. Is he? Yeah, I've seen some pictures of him. I think the... Yeah. Do you think they're gonna weekend at Bernie's? It maybe, maybe. Yeah, he was. He, it's like the Queen. He yes, Queen levels of. Ugh. 
And you're like, oh, oh. no, this man does not drink water. <laughs> only it's like that Coca-Cola. TikTok you sent me. It's like, it's like they don't eat vegetables, and it's not their fault, but I have to protect my energy. <laughs> we yes. all know those people who just don't don't eat their vegetables, and Chicken it's not nuggies. their fault. They're yeah, I diet. guess. I guess you can live like that. Um, so people certainly do. Um, yeah. So uh, in terms of recession, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Um, I guess we're all just kind of figuring it out together. But I think please don't buy a the, fucking house right now. Don't buy a house until or, the bubble bursts. Yeah, I here's the thing. I I hear that like everything's going down except for housing and here's what I think about housing. I think the people it's a I think the housing market perhaps is more honest, not the renting in some markets, but like what you're saying where people can't get insured mm-hmm. um or climate change and shit like that. Um I think if you're in a relatively stable place people are starting to move. Like, people are starting to move to my hometown because it's affordable and, like, quite frankly, like, it's it's a progressive state and it's, like, pretty low risk in terms of, like, your house catching on fire or right. um, for now. So I think because the housing inventory is just going down and down um, with shit, like, with... Like, there on, on the full moon, there were seven natural disasters. Golly. In the U.S. Maybe it was five, but yeah. It was it was some shit. Like, I was just like, okay, that's interesting. But that's just kind of my yeah, two cents on like that. Yeah, there was also, like, an active shooter situation here at the Navy base, the abandoned Navy base by my house. No. On the, I was, and I, all I could think about was the fact that so many people were probably out there to watch the full moon. What? But nobody got hurt, apparently, but they shut down the whole street. Uh, so, listeners, uh, there's this place called the End of the World uh, that people go and hang out at in New Orleans, and they have like it's right raves on the canal. there. Yeah, it's an abandoned Navy base, and it's it's cool. It's a vibe. It's definitely like not the. I wouldn't say it's. Mm, I did have a friend almost get trafficked there. Like it's it's seedy, but it's not like go in, you know. Don't go alone. Go in a group. I have gone. I have gone alone and. <laughs> Most people should not go alone. <laughs> it's a place to uh, throw your dirty candles. Yes. Uh, and there's like a free store there. Uh, the um, free store did not survive Ida. Oh, thank you, yeah. Kayleen, for the update. And I guess there was an active shooter. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had to shut down a bathroom uh, and like have one door open at the camp that I'm working at because there was a day camp shooting. Oh, God. Um. I was just like, oh, okay, this is where this is going now. So it's just getting a little more intense. Uh, maybe little is an understatement, but, you know, whatever. Life is perception. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens, like, these next six months. But I think uh, those of us that have kind of cultivated these skills of managing adaptability and stress and going with the flow. And connecting I think, with community. Exactly. Mutual aid and... You know, to me, it's just like with like the airline prices, like can't like there's a lot of cancellations and the prices are high. Um, and that's to me as an environmentalist, it kind of just seems like this is the price of a carbon tax. Um, like gas is probably should be this high to incentivize people not to drive. But the reason why it's a little fucked 
here is because we don't have alternatives yeah. in the U.S. We barely have public transit. You know, you need to have one built up and then because like this, the European, this is like close to what European gas prices right. is always. But we don't have the but infrastructure. But they have designed their yeah, cities. We don't have the infrastructure. Yeah. Um. But I will say that it's just kind of like a matter of time until this is like our status quo. I don't know if gas is going to go back down. Um, just from what I know of like the government and the policy and the green initiatives, um, they don't really try that hard. Um, that being said, uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, the Ace of Wands is fortuitous. I think also something really interesting that happens in recessions uh, are a lot of innovation mm -hmm. people get creative the economy the taste for economy changes um, maybe it's gonna like become more localized maybe we're not gonna travel as much maybe we're not gonna go out to eat as much um, and that's like a more you know brighter side of things I think also people lose their jobs people get homeless um, there's a lot more slack to pick up. Mental health is going to go crazy. Less money, more crime. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's change is sticky. Um, and people always talk shit on Saturn. And I kind of think it's interesting that it's coinciding with the Saturn retrograde. Um, yeah. Not a so, coincidence. And we're in that in... We're in there until the end of October. Um, but Saturn is a catalyst for change. And I think people don't like Saturn. But like Saturn gets shit done. Saturn gets shit done, and Saturn has the di discipline and like self control Daddy. to make things happen. Daddy, Saturn. and I think we're heading in in more of that direction. I think we're gonna start hearing. I think right now the trend is just to be like, I don't work for labor, or like you know what I, I mean. Do it's, not it's, dream the trend of labor. is yeah, is people like not wanting to work? Um, which yes, love that, but I think. It's going to change, and I think we might get a little bit more girl bossy, um, is what I'm I'm seeing. And uh, I think people will figure out a way. Um, we've been through a lot. We're stretched, and unfortunately, we're going to continue to be stretched. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. So I think we can go into bro book review, hey. and if you don't have anything Good else... Bro Book Reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. Um, okay, so this one is called Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. So he actually won the Nobel Prize for economics on this book. And I think this is a very Ace of Wands book because it is all about cultivating new ideas and then having the sustainability to grow them. So it's kind of like two different methodologies, like the thinking fast is like emotional, intuitive, like the inspiration, right? The spark of the idea. And then the slow is building the concrete tactical integration of said idea into your day-to-day -to, -day to like plan it out and build it out. And the idea is that like you have to integrate and use both when you're building anything. So like letting that inspiration and that excitement like move you um, into a place of action. But then not just like starting a zillion ideas at once and building more of a methodology into like structuring it into your day to day and letting it become habit and giving yeah. your idea, your business, the place to grow. Yeah. Uh, giving it the place to grow. And I 
think right now it's I think we're gonna be heading into more slow living and I think I think that's the funny thing is um you know these influencers talk about slow living but a lot of times bitch that's just being poor you know (laughs) like um I'm gonna live slow um yeah because you don't we don't have any other fucking option yeah we've been living honestly round of applause for anybody who has just made it this far um, because I really do feel like I don't know if you choose to be alive, but every day you do choose to remain alive. Yeah. Um, so you're here. You did it. And geez, Louise. Yeah, we are in it to not win it I'm, in it for something. You know? <laughs> there are no winners here. There are no losers here. Um, but yeah, this is like. <sighs> This book is kind of wordy, um, and it was published maybe like, maybe 2008. Honestly, it might be around like a recession book. So I think that also might be something interesting to read literature that was published around the last recession um, to just kind of hear the logic and the thinking and the pattern recognition there to kind of um, brace yourself for this one. Because I think a lot of our listeners, at least... I don't know if you were working during the last one. I saw my, my it, it did affect my family. My mom, my dad lost his job and then my mom was working like part-time. So we went from two full-time incomes to like one part-time income. Um, so I saw the effects, but also like not really. Um, but I think, yeah, doing some reading um, and I think it is a good project time because I think people's wants and needs are really going to change. Uh, really brush up on your like you could use this book to like brush up on your apocalypse jobs as a you know I'm the cult leader and Kayleen is uh, what's the name the brothel the madam the madam yeah yeah so um, I think we're headed more into that direction I would. I don't know if I would recommend this. I think there are a lot of other books that have it. I, there was another book called Effortless, which was the same kind of concept and was probably based off of this book that was probably 80 times more readable than this one. It was a little wordy, but if you do want to read a Nobel Prize economics book written around the recession, That's thinking the fast one. and slow. Yeah. Okay. All right. So where can we find you, Kayleen? Uh, Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram. Uh, see me try to survive the heat bubble, I guess. Um, Candles Unincorporated as well for some scented candle content. And uh, you can visit the podcast at entrepaqueers.podcast on Instagram or entrepaqueers.com. All right, you can find me on Instagram, the.fakeguru, or TikTok, thefake.guru. I do not have a much going on. I'm just posting here and there. Um, I am in kid zone for the next, Woo-hoo. I guess when this comes out, about month or so. Yeah. Um, helping the children, the feral children of Florida. So <laughs> the f- that's it. Thank you for listening. Yes. What I was, was going to say the future Florida man, but you're only teaching girls. The future Florida woman. Oh, yeah. No, here's the thing. Florida man can be a girl. Florida man lives in all of us. Trans, transcends yeah, gender, Florida I think. Yeah, Florida man is its own gender. <laughs> yeah, that feels right. Beautiful. 
All right, everybody, have a gay day. Have the gayest day.